listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for our relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Lovish Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the concept of reconciliation. But before we do that, I want to do sort of a mental wellness check here. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? It's been a while, I feel like, since I have um, encouraged you to kind of pause on the podcast and check in with yourself, see how you're doing. I know we had the episode on uh, kind of getting through the hard times, navigating through the hard times, and then even talking about all the things that have been going on in the world. But I want to really encourage you to answer the question for yourself, how am I doing? How am I functioning? Am I flourishing in this season? Maybe not even this season. Am I flourishing today? How do I feel today? What does my body need today? What do I need in this moment? I think that we can view the concept of productivity as simply a work thing. But I was talking to a client the other day and I was telling them how productivity actually includes all facets of our life, right? So productivity in terms of um, enhancing the, the overall span of my life. So the way that I treat my body is an investment in my future, my long-term wellness, how I respond to different things, how I nourish my body. That's an investment in my future. So I'm either taking away from that, taking away from my strength, taking away from my health, Um, Even our finances, I'm either building my empire and investing in my empire or I am taking away. I am stealing from myself, stealing from my tomorrow. So where are you at with that today? I would encourage you to truly pause and reflect on that question. So that's first and foremost there, right? But, you know, if you're pushing play and you're coming back, Um, I want to, again, talk about this concept of reconciliation. So, you know, we talk about being your authentic self on the podcast and we talk about um, having to be real about whether relationships are for you or are not for you and how the seasons of life can either dictate that or just kind of make us aware that maybe a relationship was not designed for us and maybe never was. And we have been doing too much, honestly, to try to maintain something that we should have released a long time ago. So a few weeks ago, I was um, confronted about uh, a relationship, a relationship that I had been confused about for some time. And um, 
I had gotten some feedback that did not feel good for me, uh, where my intentions and how I presented myself to the person I did not feel was an accurate depiction of who I am as a person. However, we also have to realize that we are the villain in somebody's story. I think that that's something that has been floating around social media. Like you are not the hero to everyone. You're not even, quite frankly, important to everyone. And that's okay. It's a hard pill to swallow. And it doesn't feel good when it confronts you, like when you, when you're faced with it and when somebody actually brings up, you know, maybe something that you did that, that was not your intention, but this is how they perceived it. And you kind of just have to eat that, right? Like, you cannot change another person's perspective. And when I say you kind of have to eat that, I mean, you have to, well, if you feel the need to, I personally apologize to the person and I tried to convey what I was intending. Um, so I know that people have different ways that they will probably navigate through that. But um, you have to kind of eat that and allow the person to have their perspective. And if it is a relationship that you are reconciling, deciding how to move forward from that point on. And so for me... That is what prompted this episode. And I just have to address the obvious. You may hear my son in the background. <laughs> He's three. It's the summertime. And that's how life goes. So if you hear him in the background, please excuse him. He's just doing his little thing. And he's a tiny human who knows like, yeah, okay, you got to be quiet. Mama's working. But also he's three. So he forgets, you know. All right. So diving in, you guys know that I love definition. So the definition of reconciliation, the restoration of friendly relations or the action of making one view or belief compatible with another. So when I think about reconciliation and relationships, I think people think it is um, synonymous with forgiveness and while I think it can be synonymous with forgiveness, I don't think that it always has to look the same. So what I mean is forgiveness, forgiving a person, like you can forgive a person for their actions and you can wholeheartedly forgive them. But does that mean that they are reconciled back to that position and that level of access that they had? This is a huge subject of debate in the Christian community, I know, because I know that some people are like reconciliation, if you forgive reconciliation, just as if it never happened, blah, blah, blah. And I understand that. But also like, how does that play out? Trigger warning, trigger warning. How does that play out when it comes to a murderer or someone who sexually abuses people, right? So I cannot reconcile you back to a household just as if it never happened when you have sexually abused someone in the household, right? So there are caveats for reconciliation uh, and it is a very sensitive thing and it is, um, I think, relationship-based and situation-based. And so when I was faced with this particular situation, I had to ask myself like, 
is this a relationship first and foremost that I even am interested in reconciling, right? I did not, I didn't like how it felt to be confronted with, you know, that alternative perspective or the way that the person viewed me. And I felt like it was an inaccurate view of who I am as a person. And I had to really just kind of get comfortable with being uncomfortable and honestly sad at the thought that someone viewed me that way. And then I was thinking to myself and, you know, having a conversation with God, like this is a relationship that I wasn't even really sure if it was in alignment, like if this was a person that was in alignment with who I want to be and how I want to show up in my relationships and um, things of that nature. And honestly, uh, the jury is still out on this particular relationship, but it brought to the forefront of my mind, like, how do I, how do we get through reconciliation and why do we need it? I think there are levels to reconciliation. So there is the reconciliation and the forgiveness of self. Like, okay, I showed up in this relationship in this way. Is this something that I need to, you know, kind of offer myself some grace for because I had good intentions and it was just maybe conveyed the wrong way? Or is this something that I need to pause and truly be like, okay, girl, you were out of pocket and that's who you were at that time, but that is not who you are now. So be reconciled and forgiven, you know, reconcile with God and ask for forgiveness with God and also reconciliation with myself on who I am as a person and not being held to the past mistakes or who I was in the past. And then what this concept of reconciliation actually helps us to do. Like, why do we need it? Why is it important? What is the benefit of being reconciled? I'm going to talk more about that after we have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Hi! Do you find yourself frequently frustrated, struggling to communicate your emotions to the people around you? Are you finding that you got so much bottled up on the inside of you that you can't really communicate? Do you frequently find yourself frustrated almost as if you want to pull out your hair because nobody seems to understand you? If this is you, I want to invite you to my latest workshop, Journaling for Mental Wellness. Now, I know you are probably overthinking journaling. You're going to say you've tried journaling 50 million times and you can never seem to get the habit to stick. Trust me, I hear you. I want to invite you to this very special workshop because I'm going to teach you all the basics of journaling. We're going to identify your journaling style, your journaling type, and then I'm going to give you a specific plan for plug and play where you can incorporate journaling for your mental wellness into your lifestyle. Now, what would this workshop be if it wasn't full of prompts and thoughts and ideas and journal starting things, right? So I'm going to give you all of those tips, all of those tools inside of this workshop. If you happen to be free, 
June 9th. I would love it if you would join me for this workshop. I'll talk to you soon. Have you been playing small, building someone else's dream while yours slowly dies inside of you? When you walk through the candle aisle of Target with your Starbucks in your hand, dreaming of your next season, you wonder if it's actually possible. You're tired of living the same mediocre cycle. You take the kids to school. You go to a job you're great at, but you feel miserable working at. You pick up the kids. You make dinner. You spend some time with your loved ones. You go to bed and you start the same cycle all over again. What would your kids say if they could see you hiding? How long are you going to hold on to the illusion of who people say you are? I'm Sita Hood, vision architect, but licensed therapist by trade. And I help women to take their big ideas from the dreamer stage into a tangible reality. I want to invite you to activate your influence. I want to invite you to join Activate, a 90-day accelerator for visionary women. Inside of Activate, you're going to learn how to clarify your vision, curate your wellness routines, command your day, and confidence impact any environment you walk into. Aren't you tired of playing small? When's the last time you truly bet on yourself? I want to invite you to level up. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. Okay, so jumping back into this concept of reconciliation, we need reconciliation for the exact same reasons that we need everything else because it helps us to grow. It helps us to learn our boundaries and to communicate those boundaries and figure out what it is that we want and need and what we don't want and need, right? So if I'm thinking about even this situation where, you know, this person kind of confronted me and that that's a lesson for me on how I am showing up. And I admit, I can admit, I did admit that, you know, there are some things that I could have done very differently and knowing that, okay, so this situation doesn't just look one way. I came at this situation from my very limited perspective and just because I have, you know, the experience of, okay, well, every time I've gone through this with someone, this is the way that the situation has turned out. I assumed something and acted off of that assumption. And while I don't understand how it could be offensive or why it's offensive and it wasn't my motive or whatever, that was the outcome of the situation. So with that in mind, now some feedback that I am taking from that is that everyone's situation does not look the same. Even if this is maybe a majority, uh, the majority of my experience, the majority of what I hear from other people's experiences, it is not the same for everyone. And so you can't operate off of an assumption with every relationship. 
honestly, reconciliation also helps us to cultivate healthier relationships. Because if this is a relationship that, you know, in the long run turns out to be one that, um, you know, is for more than just a season, then this will help us. This is part of laying the foundation for what we want our relationship to look like moving forward. Open communication. If a person is offended, being clear about that, you know, being apologetic and supportive and reconciling ourselves back to a friendly state after we have been through a conflict. And this conflict was not one that looked like, you know, lips smacking, fingers popping, all of that extra stuff that, you know, you might see or maybe even be accustomed to. Because I know a lot of people try to avoid conflict because that's the picture that they have in their head. I would say that this is probably one of the more peaceful confrontations that I've had, but still a necessary conflict in order for us to continue cultivating a healthy relationship overall. So then the big question, why is reconciliation so hard? I think reconciliation is hard because one, it requires that you kind of hold up a mirror. You hold up a mirror to see what your role was. And if your role is not what you want or how you hope to portray yourself, that can be challenging. And it's also hard because you have to die to yourself, right? Like for me, I could have continued on and not been apologetic, but I had to be honest about the fact that I hurt somebody's feelings. That I, and, and if I'm saying like my goal in life, one of my values is to operate in integrity, honesty, kindness, the world needs more kindness. It's not just one of those cute little quotes, but that is even reflected in the way that I respond to feedback. Like, oh my gosh, this was not my intention. If I hurt you, I am so sorry, right? And meaning that with all sincerity, because that is my value. And so it's kind of irrelevant in certain situations, how I intended something to come off versus how it actually came off. And so I think another reason reconciliation is hard is because you have to give up the old version of you for the new version. So if we're talking about reconciliation, ultimately, we're talking about restoration. And the, and the restoration itself does not have to mean like, back to how you were before again because I think there's levels to reconciliation so if we're talking about restoration of self and restoration to this new version of who you are called to be who you are trying to be who you imagine yourself to be who you are uh seeing yourself as you know in alignment with God and this concept of reconciliation that means that I have to give up who I was right like street hood cedar that got the hands through the hands at any given thing. Like I couldn't bring her on this podcast. She cannot be, that cannot be a part of who I am. Now she may try to flare up, but she cannot thrive. So I have to let her go. Was she good at handling problems? Yeah. <laughs> Back then she was real good at handling problems. Right. But for the overall well-being of who Sita is, for the goals that I have for my life, 
I have to let her go. She has to die. And honestly, there's some grieving that comes with how she solved those problems, how she helped me to navigate the world at that time, how she protected me in those experiences. And although that version of me was not, you know, correct, even though I thought it was correct for that period of my life, that version of me also served a purpose. And so I believe that it's hard because there is a, there's a bittersweetness there. It's like the purpose that she served to comfort me, to keep me safe, to validate my own experiences, that is still very important. It's the method that she chose to accomplish all of that that was the problem. And so I think we have to start tearing apart the layers of reconciliation and coming to understand what that looks like for us and how it doesn't diminish you as a person. It still means that you have value, you have purpose, but how you show up in the future, how you are restored, how you choose to move forward is what is going to be different. I hope this makes sense. If this episode resonates with you, let me know. Let me know on social media. I want to hear from you. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Okay, so for this week's What I've Been Loving, it is the stillness of spring. It's the roses growing in the backyard. Um, It's all the things for me, right? If you are still working from home, because I moved my practice virtual uh, a few months ago, and so I work from home now, and I've been loving working from home, right? But I have my desk by the window and I just thoroughly enjoy like looking at the wind blowing through the leaves, like feeling the sunlight as I'm working, just all the things. And so even the stillness of these moments has been so valuable to me. Uh, and that's what I'm loving this week It's the simple things. So what are you loving? How are you showing gratitude this week? Gratitude literally shifts your perspective and changes your life. All right. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. In today's episode, we talked about why we need reconciliation. I gave you the definition for reconciliation. We talked about why we need it, what it helps us to do, and why it is so hard. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love. Share with your auntie, share with your mama, share with your granddaddy. And then once you have shared the episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that is all I have for you this week, and I will see you out on these social media streets.